Why not drink a half a glass, you know, a glass or two of butter? That's what he eats his. <laughs> I, I like a little lobster with my butter. Hello, this is Dwayne Golden and George Chandler. And we are here with Fun, Fit, and Fasting. And this episode, we are excited to talk about a topic that's very dear to George, as he's very sensitive on this specific topic. <laughs> it's interesting, everybody has an opinion about seafood. Doesn't matter what type of a diet you're on, if you're a vegan, if you're a vegetarian, if you are a keto person, or just a person that loves to fast, opinions are like armpits, right? They all stink and everybody's got one. But the truth is, there are some facts we can understand about eating seafood. George, I love today's topic, what to see in seafood. Tell me, what is, what is the biggest, for you, the biggest myth that's told out there about different types of seafood that catch your attention? Yeah, well, so I think one of the things is that, all right, you know, when people, uh, they think that some of the things that crawl on the bottom of the ocean are so nasty and disgusting, <laughs> and that is not the case. Yes, all. I've been told they're called sea roaches, or they're the rodents of the right. sea. And yeah, so why would you eat something like that with a shell on it? I've heard all of that. The yes. other things are when it comes to nutrition. You have all these geniuses out here who know their thing, you know, um, and the, the attempt to lean it towards their favorite type of lifestyle, eating or diet. I love the fact that you just got for your birthday. By the way, George has just turned twenty nine. You guys, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just received yeah. a really cool guide, a keto guide that your wife got for you. I think it's so cool. It's so unique. But even in there, there's a couple things on seafood that don't really sit right with you. But as a whole, it's a great it's a great item to have, right? Yep. Tell us about it. Yeah. So it's, it's a guide that uh, talks about uh, ketogenic nutrition mm -hmm. and some of the recommended foods and substitutes, you know, some things we've kind of already talked about. Okay. But, you know, when it comes to seafood, uh, you know, there are some, they have a good, better, best. Some of the ones that they rank as the best uh, are food items or items that I don't necessarily care for, but I know you're a huge fan of. Well, by the way, as you were talking about this, I want everyone to remember, George is very finicky. So just keep that in mind as he's talking about these things that he doesn't like. What I like about the guide that you have, George, is that nothing is considered bad that they're listing. You just have good, then you have better and best. So even though George's favorite isn't the best, he's still dissatisfied, even though it's still good. I don't know what's wrong with this guy, but finish telling us. Tell, so what are these things? Be specific. What things are that kind of shouldn't be listed in the better column and yet should be good? And which ones are you thinking should be good that are in the better column? Yeah. So, you know, uh, so herring and mackerel and smoked salmon mm -hmm. were considered part of the best category. And I'm or, thinking for good reason, but that's just me. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> so, and then, you know, so they, uh, so in the better category, so they had, uh, what anchovies, uh, Atlantic, uh, salmon that's caught wild caught um, catfish is another one that they had 
in the uh, better category tuna and oil you know drain they had in the better category so you know and then you know Dwayne when you look at keto the keto mm -hmm. diet in itself a lot of that is uh, you know you want high fat content right right so with that uh, most of these foods that they're recommending in the good, better, best category are higher in fat content. And the ones that they have in the avoid are uh, lower in fat content. So it sounds like, so what they've done, it sounds like they've literally singled out the fat category as their main, oh. as their main, pri their primary key for measuring this. However, it sounds like they're not counting the fact that maybe I'm eating something else that's going to give me my fat during the meal and I'm going to get a lot of protein from any of the above, even the ones they said to avoid because... Correct. Walk us through this avoid column. What kind of things are in the avoid column? Let's, let's hear okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. So in the avoid column, they have one of my favorites, mm -hmm. which is lobster meat. Oh, yes. Mine so, too. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super high in protein. High in protein low in fat. So, however, I don't know how you like to eat your lobster meat, but I love mine drenched in butter. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm normal. I love butter. I love Old Bay. I love all that good stuff. And even so, there are other things. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll drink a fat bomb with it, but I don't want you to keep me from my lobster. Correct. And, you know, so I agree. So as, as, as you, as a listener, are looking at resource guides, you have a certain amount of common sense that you're gonna use with this stuff. It doesn't mean it's bad. They're saying avoid it. I imagine, it, it seems like they're saying avoid it if you don't have any fat nearby. Right. Because clearly, each of these items are nutritious. See, if you're, to me, if you're avoiding lobster and you put sugar in your tea and coffee, that makes no sense. Correct. Because Correct. for sure, your body's going to use the protein that the uh, lobster has to give you and be still looking for fat somewhere else. But like George said, why not drink a half a glass, you know, a glass or two of butter? That's what he eats his. <laughs> I, I like a little lobster with my butter. Exactly. <laughs> the same goes. No, yeah, but the garlic butter that goes with it will offset that. And then if you already... In, are insisting upon having fat in your diet every day. Some are using it in their bulletproof coffee. Others right. are spraying it on their salad, doing other things. I don't know why they would put that under the avoid category rather than good. Because if it's under good, at least people can use some discretionary thinking to understand sure. that it's low in fat. But I think you already mentioned it, Dwayne, that you know this is where you need to use your judgment, right? right. So, um, you know, I, I think uh, lobster, shrimp was another one that was on the avoid list. I need to forgive so, them for writing that, you know. Um, we'll, avoid we'll avoid is so strong, you know. You wanna tell me to avoid something, okay, I should probably avoid, um, like I said earlier, like sugar, I should probably avoid white bread, right? I probably should, there's some things I should avoid, but it doesn't make sense to list things that are so high in protein, knowing that the most lifestyle diets, keto, vegan, anything, it requires a specific amount of protein yep. to properly furnish our cells with what it needs. So I think that uh, certainly you can uh, certainly consult with your physician. They'll tell you the same thing. So low in yep. fat may not be great unless you're including it 
in your balanced meal to have the right amount of fat to go with your, your protein and your minimal carbs. So I think it's interesting. We started off talking about some of the things that people put out there about, that make them disgruntled because they think that it's very trashy to eat seafoods, different types of seafoods. So let's switch gears a little bit and let's get away from the nutrition for a minute and the fat and think about so, the so, Go ahead. So Dwayne, I do want to say one thing. There's What's one that? on there that they had avoid that I wholeheartedly agree with that I feel I need to mention. Uh-oh. So they have imitation crab meat on there. Agreed. Avoid that. But it like shouldn't even be way. in the book because it's not really seafood. That's from a well, laboratory. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they, they use other substitutes, but to me, that just tastes gross. It, no. To me, no. Well, George, I got to say this to you, and then you got to forgive me for this one because I do differ with you. I don't know that it tastes bad. It can actually fool me. Uh, growing up on the side of tracks that I grew up on, that's the only kind of seafood we saw, unless we visited family that lived near a beach or something. Otherwise, whatever we bought seafood that Kate was all imitation, but it, well, we would kill it, right? Get the butter, get the get the garlic, get the salt, and honestly, didn't know any better. Now I do know what's in it now. I probably it's probably been a more than a decade and a half or so since I've had some, but I will tell you, in my background. And a lot of people who maybe listen to this, that's as close as they're going to get to seafood. Fair enough. So let's You're think right. about, are there alternatives that can give you at the, around the same cost as imitation? Because last I checked, imitation is kind of expensive. I looked at it yesterday uh, or, or okay. the other day at uh, one of the markets. So um, that's my take on it is if you're out and you're going to order some things and you want to get try seafood, certainly ask them. If you don't ask at a restaurant, Ron, they're not obligated to tell you if your soup has imitation or not, unless you, you really want to clarify. In the same token, I do want to shift gears and get back to this idea that I'm better than you because you eat sea roaches and rodents and I don't. I want to get past that, probably get back to that because that is something that's very common, um, sometimes related to cultural, sometimes related to religious backgrounds and different things like that. Right. And I think when it comes to eating, each of us, we possess the rights to how we will handle uh, and manage what, hap- what happens and what goes into our body. And even though I'm ketogenic, I have plenty of people I love that are not. Almost everyone that I love is not. That's okay. I don't force them or make them feel guilty for not being me. Well, when it comes to seafood, I feel that way about it. Now, if you want to put a gross label on the foods that I like to make you feel better, that's good. But I'm encouraging each of you as a fun, fit, and fasting listener don't become that. Don't become a person that makes the whole world feel like they're on the wrong track because they're not being you. Certainly, right. you can get over it. And smile when people do it. And you can ask them, say, excuse me, are you going to eat your sea roaches? Because if not, I want to take them. You know, just go <laughs> entertain them, if you will. <laughs> you know, can you pass the sea rodents, please? No, no, you. Pat, can you pass that over here? You can go down that aisle, if you will. And I recommend... Not letting it get to you, because I personally used to be insulted or embarrassed when I ate, where I'm at a group me- or, you know, a business meeting, and I'm ordering what I want to eat, and I have a couple of do-gooders who think that they're better than everyone else because they only eat plants, per se, which isn't bad. I just think right. that we can be kind to each other. We like to have fun here, right, George? That's right. We want to stay That's fit. Right. We want to continue our intermittent fasting, no matter what it is that you're eating. However... We can make conscious choices to use our own judgment and do what makes the most sense for our bodies and our own routines and, of course, our health regimens. Mm-hmm.
Uh, I didn't mean to get off on that. I, w- I just went down a whole different. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. I, I, uh, I, I was probably maybe too judgmental, but uh, yeah. I'm, well, we're used to that, man. <laughs> just because, just because you don't like pork rinds and I love them, I don't care. No, 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 no. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> well, I don't like parm crisp. Okay, I'm against all people oh. who like parm crisp. <laughs> yeah. No. In all seriousness, seafood is, I think it's a, it's a lot of fun. In many cases, it's very, it's expensive if you're compared to normal uh, meals that you would eat. And, uh, but yet certainly it's nutritious. Now, here's something I found, George, when it comes to seafood, what to see in seafood is oftentimes for me, if I eat it a few hours later, I'm starving. It, it doesn't really, it takes a lot. It's a lot of protein binding and stuff that has to happen, but I'm still hungry myself. So on days that you're going to do that, for those of you that eat, you're on two meals a day or one meal a day, you make sure you get enough of that stuff if you're eating. And if not, you get yourself a supplementary salad, some other stuff that you're going to be doing during your eating window so you don't get caught up. So you bring up a really good point. So that goes back to that whole fiber thing, right? Fiber is going to fill you up. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a good salad will help with that. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, get a great salad and... And sometimes, um, sometimes on days that I'm going to eat something like that, that I know that is going to, go, to really not last, I will also, I'll stack up on a eggs and sausage eggs and bacon type of a meal or omelet and really make it filling with cheeses and stuff like that so mm. that I know I'm not going to have that empty stomach feeling because seafood gives me that. Two types of meals that I've ever, that if I eat them, I'm, I'm starving a couple hours later, right? One of them is Chinese food. The other one is, is of course, seafood. So if you fall in that category, there's nothing's going to make you break your fast quicker than having yourself dinner or your meal or your meals, and yet you've not given yourself something that's going to substantially fill up your fill your gut. And so for me personally, I need to have that feeling full feeling, or I'm going to break my fast, and I'm going to do like I did last night. I want everyone to forgive me here. Okay, I, I deserve prayer and fasting, not just fasting. <laughs> it was 10, 10 p.m., and I made a pizza. I don't know why. I do know why. Good. I had for dinner yesterday a seafood omelet loaded with shrimp. Ugh. And I ate that around one or so. And I thought that would last me because I had some, I had some eggs and bacon with it. But, oh, my gosh, it was so much seafood in that thing. And I realized... Like, I'm like, man, I, why am I like, I'm edgy. I'm hungry. What's going on? So I broke my fast. I did not stay in that fast. So one of the things I've learned is I'm never, I'm just done. I'm done thinking I'm done just based on the moment. I need to calculate out if it's seafood. Oh, I'm going all the way. I'm going to eat again. I'm going to eat before my window's over and fill up. So I recommend that. I don't know if you have any feedback, George, on what you recommend, but that's how I like to handle it. So uh, again, you know, talk to your doctor. Uh, so, but I have done that too. So, so Dwayne, this is just me. Um, what I have found in my experience, typically mm-hmm. when I get to the point where I'm so hungry, where I, I can't, you know, have, you know, I drink my water and, and I, I break the fast, even though I, I don't necessarily want to, mm-hmm. I have found that um, I haven't had enough potassium. So I will say this for me, 
Mm -hmm. I am saying that. So typically when that has happened to me, I, I, so I take potassium supplements. So do I. That's a so, but, but what I found is that when I miss or, or, or when I do break my fast when I don't really want to, or I really feel these urges, it's typically because I haven't taken my potassium for, for whatever the reason. So I, I don't know. Wow. I don't know if okay. that's you, but that's, I don't know. I try to, I try, it could be, but I, I, I use these old man, uh, what do you call them? <laughs> these daily things. So I got you. I tried to miss the potassium, mm. the vitamin E, the B12, whatever it is. I am, I, because I know, because I, I was for the last seven months or so, I've been on the extreme of one a days. And I just got to the point where I reached my set point of the lowest weight that I want to be. Got so it. now I'm back to two a days. But when you're doing that, you really run out of your resources pretty quick, especially at summertime. As soon as you become active outside, even a little bit, I mean, I started seeing stars a little bit. Like, wait a minute, hey, 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 yeah. hey, 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 hey! I yep. burned up yep. all that one meal that I had. I can't, I can't do one meal a day if I'm going to be actively busy and burning all these calories. No, so, I understand that. So yeah, that's something else to think about. Yeah, um, as we think of what to see in seafood. So, so, so l let me stop you though. So okay. again, so you've reached your weight, right? You reached yeah. the weight that you wanted. So. There's nothing wrong that says you can't have two meals a day, or I'd even say three meals a day. But you know, as as long as you're, um, you know, obviously you don't want to have more calories in that you're expending, right? Because you're that's gonna that's not going to happen, right? Because I don't have a high calorie. I mean, I don't have a high calorie diet. But I will say I bend it based on my activity. So here's an yeah. example. Today is one of those days where I'm I'm a desk jockey. A lot of work online. So I'm getting through that stuff. I'm not actively outside burning calories, sweating and things like that. I'm bad. Yeah. I don't even have, let me see how many steps I have for the day, right? And this is evening time now when we're recording. I only have 2,900 steps, right? So Got on it. the days that I'm doing 15 to 20,000 steps in the same day, that's a two to three meal day, period. I got you. But I don't, wanna be, I don't wanna use these standard American diet principles that says three meals no matter what, always three meals, even if I'm doing nothing. Right. That's where, I, that's where I go wrong and start ballooning back up. Well, I think that's where, I mean, I've gone wrong with that too. So I think a lot of folks have. So, you know, as, as we've talked about before, right, the mm -hmm. the, the line that we've been given, right, uh, breakfast, most important meal <laughs> of the day. <laughs> now, Saturday, I know I'll do about eighteen to 22,000 steps, guaranteed. I will eat, I'm gotcha. sure I'll eat three meals a day. My yeah. first one will come around 11 or 12. I'll do it again you. three or four hours later, and then again because I will be burning. I got a lot of yeah. huge project to handle. In order to do it right, I need to like, yeah, you know, go after it. Understand. So yeah, but when it comes to seafood, it's just it, I think it's something to be cog you know conscious of. You know, if I if I'm if it's a day where, let's say my wife makes one of those meals where if, even if it's a day we're doing burgers, like once a day is good, right? Uh but if I'm doing seafood, I don't play with it, man, because I know I'm going to be hungry later. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to – I will snack myself to death or something, and I don't want to do that. Besides that, I'm going to tell you how many days I am. So you guys listen to this, all right? I, I, I was looking for my tracker to see how many days I am on this no sugar, no bread, and I'm so proud of it that I want to share it. Uh-oh. Looks like my phone cut off. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> my battery died. <laughs> I want to say it's 129 or 130 even, but I'll know shortly. Um, but that, 
I don't want to break that because I ate seafood and didn't plan properly. So one of the things exactly. I want to recommend is that if you're eating seafood, just plan around it. Enjoy the, how good it tastes and know that mm -hmm. you're likely to be hungry later, especially if you're active, actively busy. So, yeah, again, I, you know, make sure you get some good fiber in there, right? So, right, 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 right. Um, and that should hopefully um, minimize the hunger that you feel so shortly afterwards when people have typically eaten Chinese food. So, but, I, you know, I would also say adding that cauliflower uh, or rice, yeah, cauliflower rice um, will help hey, with that. Too. Today. Yeah, I had cauliflower rice today. I love that. With some, mm -hmm. I forgot what my wife made. I know I had cauliflower rice. I think I had broccoli, and we had like uh, some sort of a cheese hamburger type of meat thingy. It was a great oh, like a wow. casserole. It was very good. But that I'm, sounds I'm wonderful. Good. I'm satisfied. Hey, look, I'm not getting ready to like go make a pizza either. <laughs> <laughs> but so the, uh, pizza was my second meal. So I had that one, and then I had pizza later, and then I'm okay. good for the rest of the day till tomorrow. I got you. So anyway, uh, as a person that grew up. Praying one day that I'd be able to afford to go to Red Lobster because I heard it was the, you know, the amazing the bomb. <laughs> so that's really that's really what you you know you really have to be big timing for that one. That's right. And I couldn't wait till I finally could go and take take when I was dating my wife. Eventually go on a date and take her and eat seafood. I would like order and I, every time I look, I'm like, okay, did it come over the amount that I have in my bank account? I hope not. You know, <laughs> this kind of deal. And then. Once I become a full-fledged adult with my own family and I go to a real seafood restaurant, oh my goodness. This is sad to say. Hope, yeah, We have been to the kind uh, off the coast of Maryland where it's like almost $100 per person. That's how, wow. I mean, the shrimp are this big. Wow. Everything is like out of this world. It's, a, it's an experience that you, to have. It's just over. It's over. over. It's so very pricey. And this is... 15 years ago since I was at that specific restaurant. So I imagine the prices are much greater now. The point is the experience was I would not have needed to eat more than once at that place. The, the king crab legs, the shrimp, the lobster, the, it was just overwhelming. And so I, I got myself hungry. Why did I do this, George? It's your fault. <laughs> All this to say, what to see in seafood? See what's right for you. See that even though it may not have the fat, it can still be good. And yet, as long as you balance it out and stick to what you and your doctor have come up to terms with, you certainly could benefit from what to see in seafood, which is great quality protein, even when it has reduced fat. George, any final takes as we say goodnight to our fun, fit, and fasting listeners? The last thing I'll say in closing, uh, Dwayne, is that, as you already mentioned, Use your judgment, right? Be smart. Be smart. What works for you? And, and well, how about this? If you're like me and George, it's like, be smart. What, what, what does your wife say works for you? That's how it works. <laughs> That's what <laughs> yeah. we do. Yes. That's be honest that is about true. it. You know? It's like, okay. Happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I don't want to say anything contrary to that. Oh, it is 100, especially 130 days. I thought it was 129. It's 130 days streak. Nice. George. I want to get to 365, no bread, no sugar, maintaining wow. my desired weight with my height. Um, that's my prayer. Y'all pray for me that I don't break it and go off on a binge, right? And need to go back to rehab. I don't want that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to do it right. So thank you. 
um, and look for we look forward to our next episode with you. But certainly, take your time, enjoy seafood. But remember, there's something to see in it. Make sure you see that in your seafood. Take care. Have a good night.